Jubilee listeners, you have tuned in to the Lamb's Ministry Broadcast with your hosts, Evangelist Larry and Cheryl Davidson Sr. Father, we thank you for this time of sharing today. Bless us, protect us, keep us. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Praise God, everybody. A great testing of our faith is well underway with the coronavirus epidemic that is sweeping the world. Over 120,000 cases worldwide with over 4,300 deaths. Deaths in the United States rising, schools closing, mass gatherings canceled, Grandparents warned to be careful of spending time with their grandchildren, layoffs looming, people panicking, stock markets crashing. Over the last two weeks of talking about faith, we noted that the face value of faith never falls. The stock market may fall and crash, but faith never will. Faith furnishes the testimonial blessing of the Father. Because of their faith, God testifies on the behalf of saints. As pointed out that he testified about Abel, Enoch, and others. The foundation of faith is forever fixed in the dwelling place of the Father. Faith is the proof of what has occurred the confirmation of what has transpired and that which gives us sight to see the invisible. In other words, as stated in Hebrews 11 and 1, faith is the evidence of things not seen. Faith comes from God. It is God's divine persuasion it is produced by God in us. It is God who allows to each a measure of faith as stated in Romans 12 and 3. And the just shall live by faith. And the just are those whom God has rendered or declared righteous. And we begin with faith by being justified. Because when we are justified, we are acquitted from all our guilt with nothing left charged against us and accepted as righteous in God's sight. We also noted that when we exercise faith in God, we will discover that faith is a remedy for the faint in heart. Faith is foresighted. It sees well beyond the here and now. Faith rules over fate. Faith brings favor to regard with kindness. Abraham was called a friend of God because of his faith. Faith conquers fear. Faith gives fervency and fertility to life. Faith prevents the weary soul from fizzling out. 
Faith is a filter that separates optimism from pessimism, separates courage from fear, separates belief from unbelief. Faith furnishes firmness to the mind and soul and fixedness of the will to prevent yielding and fluctuation. And faith fashions fishermen of men. It probably will not surprise you that a search of the King James Version of the Bible would reveal the word faith appears 247 times. All the 247 times, it is mentioned twice in the Old Testament and 245 times in the New Testament. And this is no wonder because the preponderance of Old Testament saints were required to live by the law. But we in the church age, the New Testament age, are required to live by faith. For as the writer of Hebrews simply stated it, the just shall live by faith. Now let's make another observation about faith. Hebrews 11.3 tells us, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. This is the observation. When logic runs out, faith takes over. When logic runs out, faith takes over. Faith provides divine rationale for that which the human mind is incapable of rationalizing. Given the human mind's limited ability to understand all things, it has a propensity to not do what it does not understand. Therefore, faith intervenes overrides the human rationale to cause one to do in the will of God that which seems to be the undoable, to do that which seems to be the unbearable, causes one to see that which is not visible to the natural human ability. Faith provides immortal logic for the mortal illogical. It provides heavenly understanding to get us past our earthly inability to comprehend certain things. In short, faith provides spiritual understanding for that which just can't be naturally understood. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Faith helps us understand that just because we cannot see it, it does not mean that it does not exist. Just because we cannot see it, it does not mean it is not there. When God appeared to Abraham, as he had formerly done, 
and told him, take your only son Isaac, who you love, into the land of Moriah and offer him for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains. Abraham could not have expected that. That had to be such a strong, gut-wrenching blow to the core of his soul. That had to be the hardest thing a loving, devoted father could hear. Abraham could not have understood that. That had to be completely illogical to him. My brothers and my sisters, when logic runs out, fate must take over. While Abraham was leading his only son, Isaac, up to the mountain to offer him up as a burnt offering, as God instructed him to do, Isaac said to him, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Now that was a logical question. I see the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the offering? Abraham said to him, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. Abraham, he did not see the ram in the bush, but through faith, he understood that God will provide. Hallelujah. Do you understand today that God will provide? The human mind looks for logic to understand how things work, to figure out why things are, to solve problems that arise. That is okay because God created logic in our beings. But there does come a time when logic runs out and you must push it aside and let fate take over. I can look at a car and trace it back to a visible automobile factory and find some logic in how it was manufactured. When I look at the iron that goes into that car, I can find some logic in how it was taken from the earth and formulated for use. But when I try to find the initial process by which the iron got into the earth, I cannot find anything visible to explain it. That is where my logic runs out and my faith takes over. By faith, I understand that God spoke it into existence when he framed the world. There's an old saying, how can a brown cow that eats green grass produce white milk? I don't understand it, but I do know that God made the cow. How can red blood apply to my sin-darkened soul wash me whiter than snow? My mind can't rationalize that either. But as Abraham said to Isaac, when Isaac said, I see the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide himself a lamb for the offering. My brothers and 
and my sisters, God has provided a sacrifice for the offering. God has provided a sin bearer. God has provided a peacemaker between man and himself. God has provided a sacrificial lamb. When John saw Jesus coming, he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Jesus was offered up for us. Jesus sacrificed his life for us so we can stand righteous before God and live in his eternal presence. If you have not done so, why don't you accept Jesus as your Savior today? Thank you for listening to the Lamb's Ministry broadcast with your hosts, Evangelist Larry and Cheryl Davidson Sr. To contact the hosts, call them at 314-339-7408. That's 314-339-7408. Or by email at lamb at lambsministry.org. That's lamb at lambsministries.org. You're also invited to visit the website lambsministries.org to get more information about the ministries. Until the same time next week, always remember, holy is the Lamb.